Welcome to the True Girl Momcast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a little, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters. Because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Dana Gresh. I'll be joined momentarily by Janet Mylan and Shani McKenzie. Today, Janet puts me and Shani up to a test in our Bible knowledge. And on a scale of grasshoppers or giraffe knees, you're going to find out how tall I am. Our hope today is that you'll discover some practical tools to help your daughter and you fall in love with your Bibles. Let's dive in. Um, okay, ladies, this is the fourth time that we've been trying to do this podcast, and uh, <laughs> we seem to keep getting distracted. Distracted, I, squirrel. Uh-huh. I, I never get distracted. <laughs> that kind of fits because, um, you know, we're trying to get people to love the word, and I don't know yeah. about you, but I feel like it's not squirrels, it's usually birds that distract me, or laundry, or all the dishes things. when I'm trying to read my Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. Groceries, I keep, yeah. all the things. I keep, uh, usually I keep a piece of paper beside me when I'm reading my Bible to write down the distractions that come into my head yeah. so I can write them down and I forget about them. Oh, if there's something important. Does that help? It does help me. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's like yeah, dropping like, them in a bucket so they can't Right, so I won't forget it if I'm concerned it's about It's like putting forgetting. your thoughts in time out. Yeah, but that most of my awesome. distractions are not that noble. They're right. just <laughs> random. I'm thinking of other godly things. I'm actually, I'm thinking about that. You remember that True Girl Box meeting last month that we all got? Oh my gosh. We were supposed to be curating objects that would bring daughters yeah. closer to Jesus and his word. And I, we just. Yeah. You can't put all of us in the same room. I'm no. just saying it was. We went off on a little right. tangent. We went off the rails. Yeah. Off the rails. <laughs> but we were talking about like different women in the Bible. And some had some pretty wild stories. Oh, yes. <laughs> very, very unimaginable. Janet made them extra unimaginable for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Janet's well, good at that. You know, I have to rein it in sometimes. I recognize. But I've been compiling a little list of some of the stories for a moment just like this so oh, no. you're welcome are you guys up for a little game show trivia mm, i guess are you the game Can show host say no? i'm the game show host yeah i'm the host so as you guys know in the true girl pajama party tour we play a little game called name that media mama yeah mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun and i want to play a different version of it with you both called name that bible mama oh my goodness are you ready oh, ready yeah. let me do my amazing it's me yes it's Total competition. My the stakes are one. very high. Janet <laughs> created this, so I don't know. All right, we'll start with an easier one, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. This Bible mama put her baby in a basket and floated him in a river. Hmm, I wonder. Joshua Bed. Yeah, I think that's her. a Bible study oh, on Miriam. Mama. That was right. easy. That Come was on. Easy. Okay. Come on. Yeah. What you got? All right. This Bible mama wanted some really special seats for her sons in heaven. Oh, oh I know do this. Do you know her name? Yes. No. You know her name? No, mm-hmm. Sons of Thunder is Mama. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to call her. Sons mama of Thunder. Thunder. Mama Jesus. Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good one. This Bible mama was eaten by wild dogs. Oh, you're going to go there. <laughs> wow. But is, that, the is that Jezebel? Yes. 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 Right. I have a Jezebel story for another time. May she rest in pieces. Was that too much? Wow. Was that too much? (laughs) It's never too much, Janet. Never too much. Good job, guys. You're doing great. (laughs) This Bible mama banished another Bible mama and her son to fend for themselves in the wilderness. Good old Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Who was the other Bible mama that she banished for bonus points? Poor Hagar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This Bible mama had her son disguise himself to steal her other son's blessing. Hmm. Twin drama. Rebecca. 
Mm -hmm. Twin drama. I like it. Yeah. Put on the skin, son. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a weird story. I know. (laughs) Such a weird story. All right. Your dad won't even know the difference. Right. Deception. Your brother feels just like a billy goat. (laughs) (laughs) And he smells like one, too, apparently. Wasn't that? And he smells like one, too. Well, you should smell me when I come out of my barn. All right. I will probably never want to do that. All right. Here we go. This Bible mama really needed to reduce her sodium intake. No, really, Janet. Really, this is um, Lot's wife. Lot's wife. <laughs> she just had to look back. Right. She's had to do it. Killer assault. All right. It we'll is. end it on. We'll end it on a sweet note. Mm-hmm. This Bible mama had a son who loves you very much. Aww, Mary. Mary. <laughs> See my heart hands. Heart that hands is. all around. Mm, <laughs> Thank you, Janet. <laughs> that was actually very fun. I, I was a little nervous at first. I didn't know what she was going to ask, but that was good. You know, those stories, they sound really bizarre taken out of context like that, don't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, they do. And that's something we don't mm-hmm. want to do with the Word of God. Right. And we're mm-hmm. very guilty of it. We see it all the time on Pinterest. There's, I cringe <laughs> when I see some of these well-meaning, yeah. inspo thoughts. It's mm-hmm. like, no, that's not what that Bible verse was talking about. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Um or t-shirts or whatever. And of course you can't, you're gonna always take the word out of God out of context more easily if you're not in, in the it. word of God. You don't know what it says, which is something that mm-hmm. we are concerned about at True Girl because yeah. we surveyed the moms mm-hmm. and found that um, only about 30% of the moms have daughters who are in the word of God. Mm-hmm. We asked them, does your daughter have her own quiet time? Is she studying the Bible, reading the Bible, praying on her own? About 30% of the moms said yes. And then the remaining seven said no, or I don't know, which I don't know scared me more than no. Mm -hmm. Like it's, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, so like, that's why we're here. That's why we're behind this mic right now is Mm -hmm. because we want to encourage you to get your daughter in the word of God. She can't use the word of God unless she knows the word of God. Right. Right. And I think that can be intimidating for a lot of women and men too. But I found a lot of women I speak to are intimidated by the Bible itself. And I Mm -hmm. get that lots of words. It's big, lots of strange words, you know, it takes a little, it's different from reading just like a novel or something like that. Mm -hmm. So today we want to share with our loyal listeners some tools we each have to equip you in helping your daughter not be scared of studying the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because if the mom can like get over that fear of studying Mm -hmm. the Bible, I think it, like Dana, you said it before we even started recording that, you think it's more caught than taught as far as, so if a mom is not intimidated or scared of the Bible, then her daughter is going to see, oh, I don't need to be scared of that big book. So Mm -hmm. Shani, why don't you kick us off with some of your best tips? Ooh, (laughs) sure. Well, our theme verse this month, Janet, it's 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17. And it says, all scripture is inspired by God Mm -hmm. and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. And God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. And I really, that's that's the part of this scripture that um, really sticks with me because I know when I really started studying the word, it was so daunting to me. Mm. It's like, where do you start? What do you do? What kind of Bible do you use? And um, as I've gone on in my years, I've found, you know, different tools and, and different Bibles that that work for me. And I realize now I'm on this journey with my children, mm-hmm. you know, but God uses his word to prepare and equip us. He wants us prepared and equipped. So we have all of these tools and resources now to help us do that. It's like standard issue. Yeah 
equipment, right? Equi- yeah. The Bible is standard issue equipment. That's you it. need it. It equips you. It equips it's you. useful. It gets you ready for the day. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it teaches and it corrects, but it's, you know, I think that takes the the piece out of it that, you know, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I'm doing doing something wrong. This is going to correct me. Yeah, but he's preparing you and equipping you mm-hmm. for it. He's giving you what you need mm-hmm. um, right there in that word. And yeah. with my with my children, you know, they learn differently. You know, each of them is their own little <laughs> character. Right. And with my 10-year-old, Soraya, she's very tactile. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we thought, hey, let's get her a Bible that, you know, she can rub the little sequins on mm-hmm. the front and, you know, you she'll got enjoy sequins that. all over your house now. Oh, my goodness. No, it's the kind that sticks that moves back and forth. <laughs> the only problem was the words were <laughs> minuscule and the, the pages were like see through and it was horrible. Like mm-hmm. she couldn't she didn't want to read it. You know, she wasn't interested in reading it. So we found one that. It was a life application Bible and there are prompts in there. It asks her questions, Uh, you know, so mm -hmm. we can expound on it and we can read it together. But even if she's reading it on her own, Mm -hmm. she's able to understand things and she knows she can come, you know, and ask questions. So um, I think that's important. Do you all find that certain translations or types of Bibles enhance that study time? Oh, yeah. When you said the minuscule print, that that becomes more real the closer you get (laughs) to 50. Jaded or like six Bibles. Yeah. (laughs) I was needing a Bible, so I ordered seven from Amazon. Yeah. And then sent the rest back that I didn't want. But but yeah, my I recently got a new Bible because I tried uh, the CSB version, which mm-hmm. was fine. But it just I missed the ESV. So for me, mm. I like the ESV version. And mm. when I got my ESV Bible back, I was like, oh, I felt like coming home. It just for some reason yeah. for me is just just I don't know, really the great. The ESV mm-hmm. version is a version I like a lot. We use NLT for True Girl. That's right. our official. That's what you yep. just read in NLT mm-hmm. version, the New Living Translation, because it's um, really mentally accessible Mm -hmm. for a tween girl. Um, But I love ESV. Although I I have to say this about translations. Mm -hmm. It's really helpful for me to jump out of the ESV Mm -hmm. into another translation. Like right now I am using a CSB Bible um, Mm -hmm. because it, helps me look at it from a different angle yes is that does mm-hmm. that happen to yeah. you like yeah you, that's key just yeah, having like, different yep yeah so i'm careful about the translations that i use mm-hmm. and when i'm using a transliteration like the message or the right. passion the passion i really yeah. like those but i'm like okay these aren't going to be actually quite Trans- as yes. accurately They're translated like a paraphrase yeah, yeah. So this is going to get me in the right territory mm-hmm. so um but it helps me to look at different versions yeah for sure like even with when you're looking for Bibles for your children, you know, like, do you have children that love graphic novels? Do you have, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. children that are auditory learners, you know, so they can listen to the Bible, like on the dwell listen. app or something exactly. like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but make sure so, they're good, solid options, though. Right. You know, that's solid. important too. Right. right. So we have our tool, which mm-hmm. is the, the Bible itself mm-hmm. or an audio Bible or even a graphic novel Bible mm-hmm. to get our kids in the word. Then the next thing is like routine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look at Second Timothy three and I see that it's useful, that word, like I just want to circle it because it says all scriptures inspired by God. It is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong. Mm-hmm. And then it says God uses it to prepare and equip us. So it's useful. Mm-hmm. And it's not when I think about that, I think of my routine, mm-hmm. which is every day I do two things pretty fail proof. One is I read a Psalm Mm -hmm. and the other is I read a proverb. Mm. I think this is two of the most practical books in the Bible. Um, The Psalms are, 
are useful because they pray for us. Mm -hmm. They teach us to pray. Um, Athanasius, Athanasius was a father of, you know, of the church, an early father of the church. And he mm -hmm. said that the other scriptures, they um, speak to us, mm -hmm. but the Psalms speak for us. So yeah, you can pick up definitely. a Psalm mm -hmm. and you can just read it out loud to the Lord. Mm -hmm. If your prayer life is stuck, mm -hmm. if you're frustrated, I've even gotten to be so familiar with the Psalms that I know which one to turn to when I'm in conflict with someone, mm -hmm. which one to turn to when I feel like praising the Lord, which one I tur tur need to turn to when my love for the word needs primed. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's why I turn to the Psalm every day. And every day I turn to a proverb because a proverb teaches me how to live. Mm. And it just reminds me, hey, Dana, this is what I expect of you today. This is, and it, mm -hmm. every day is different, mm -hmm. but the proverbs, there's 31 of them. And there's them. like 30 to 31 days in a month. Mm -hmm. Some months there's only 29, but mm -hmm. um, every day I have this really easy go-to to be like, how do you want me to live today, Jesus? Mm -hmm. And I read a proverb. So we need to give That's our good. kids... Um, Routines. Mm -hmm. um, are there any routines that you have that you've given to your kids that helps? Um, yes. Well, for my 10-year-old, it's mostly like in the morning she comes in and we'll have like that time together. She'll do, you know, her little devotional and then um, she'll have her study time before because yeah. she gets up before everyone else. So for her, that works. For my 14-year-old daughter, it's evening, mm -hmm. you know, and she'll pick a scripture to kind of go through that week that she studies. And mm -hmm. so in the evening, she like kind of studies that. With Judah, he's still young. He's, yeah, he's six. So we have like, Levi Lesko uh, mm -hmm. does this 90-day uh, devotional um, and it's called Roar Like a Lion. So it has the scripture, you know, and we kind of go through that through the week. Yeah. And um, that's our little routine at bedtime. Mm. That's cool. So, mm -hmm. well, my kids are all like teenagers yeah. or adult. But one routine we have that I think is really valuable as far as God's word is so our church, Dana, the church we attend, we meet in houses mm -hmm. uh, most Sunday mornings, and so we meet as a house church. Mm -hmm. And the routine there is we listen to this message, and then we all discuss it as a house church. So my mm -hmm. kids are involved mm -hmm. with other adults mm -hmm. from different places and spaces talking about God's word. That's cool. And so the routine is they feel comfortable to share whatever thoughts. Mm -hmm. they have about mm -hmm. God's word within a judgment-free place. Yeah. If they don't know the answers, they know it's okay to ask questions, mm -hmm. to express doubt, to offer insight. And that's been, that Sunday morning has been a really valuable routine mm -hmm. for our family. It's like it's discipling our family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been a really good routine for my kids. When you just said that about our church, Janet, I thought, oh, one of the routines our church has done is we use the Bible Project videos when we begin yeah. a study of a new book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know about the Bible Project videos, check them out. Yes. Just go to YouTube mm -hmm. or go to the website, The Bible Project. And they do these kind of like hand-drawn cartoon videos that mm -hmm. gives you an mm -hmm. overview of that book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And they are so insightful and they're really great tools for kids. Just helps you to understand what is the context of this book of the Bible. So we talked about, you know, don't take it out of context. Well, the, the Bible Project videos really help you mm -hmm. understand what was happening in the culture at that time. Mm -hmm. Why did this author write this book? Why did God put this message on this guy's heart? You know, almost everything we look at, like let's take um, Revelation, for example. The letters to the churches in Revelation weren't written to Janet Milan and Shani McKenzie mm -hmm. and Dana Gresh. But when we know who they were written to, what church they were written to, and why they were written to that church, then mm -hmm. we can start to understand sense. how it might apply to our lives. So mm -hmm. that context is really important to use it accurately. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I don't know if I've ever 
started a Bible study with a group of women or on a book of a, the Bible or even subject matter where I don't start with a Bible project video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you love like, them that much. Mm-hmm. Well, they just provide insight that yeah. I, I just wasn't aware of, a bigger picture. Well, and I've gotten into the Bible project podcast now, which yeah. is, you this know. This can be heady. Those aren't kid friendly. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you They'll know. fall I, asleep. <laughs> well, I have to go for a walk or ride my <laughs> yeah. horse when I'm listening. But, like, yeah. they are yeah. just deep yeah. meat. Yeah. Like, so. You might like them. You might not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Find really what like works them. for you. That's right. Find yes. the tools that work for you. That's right. That's you know, Dana, you're talking about um, tools. I thought about my daughter, Eve, who's just turned 16. And she asked me about a, I don't know, several months ago, how how do I study the Bible? I want to know how to study the Bible, which I'm like, wow, I, I guess, you know, she's adopted when she was nine. So there's some things we, we, mm-hmm. <laughs> we taught her right away and some things we're still learning. Yeah. But I immediately got her, actually, your Ruth study mm. because mm. of your Zoom, Zoom, Zero, Zip. Yeah. Um, the 4Z method of Bible study. Yeah. The true girl. 4Z method. Yeah. It does. And she, you know, she's 16 and like the, the, the study itself isn't maybe what she'd be, it might be a little bit younger for her. Mm-hmm. But that explanation of how to study the Bible is like a simplified mm-hmm. version of the inductive mm-hmm. study method was really useful for her. She went into it and it explained yeah. it so clearly. So that was really great yeah. for her. Well, and the, the thing is, it's so memorable. So you zoom out to know mm-hmm. what's the context of this. Mm-hmm. What's like, so when you read, uh, say, a chapter, Read the chapter before it and after it. Know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Then you zoom in and you look at like, oh, I'm really interested in this one verse. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the Hebrew word for blank was. I'm going to look mm-hmm. that up and know that. So I'm zooming in really deep. And then you um, zero mm-hmm. in. That means, well, now that I know what this verse meant for the church at Laodicea, mm-hmm. I want to know how can that apply to my life? Because now mm-hmm. I've done enough studying to know how it could actually apply because I know the context. And then mm-hmm. you zip it up in prayer. Mm-hmm. So it's a really simple method. Teach your daughters that method. We teach it yeah. in all our Bible studies, uh, but it's really just getting her on a lifetime habit of inductive Bible study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you can use it as an adult as well. Yeah, for sure. Zoom, zoom, zero, zip. Yeah. 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 I like Absolutely. how you say that. It just kind of comes off your tongue. Yes. I feel like you should make a rap of that a song or something. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zero, zip. Yes. No. Zoom, zoom, zero, zip. Wow. Uh, that wasn't really a rap, though. No. I think that sounded like a 80s ballad. It's like, the, it's like the theme towards. of a love boat or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, my tool is um, is not as a physical thing. It's more of a mindset. So I mm. want my kids to have a guilt-free approach to the Bible, mm. meaning... Like it would be easy for them to compare themselves to other kids or other mm-hmm. teachers. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know that much about the Bible and whatever. And so I'm not good at studying the Bible. Or, um, But it was interesting. I was listening to Nancy mm-hmm. Guthrie, who we all love. And she was reminding us on in the podcast of how the Bible wasn't written for scholars. It was written mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. It wasn't written with this. Like there's no precursor before Genesis 1-1 that says, this is written for people who have degrees or who have a certain IQ level mm-hmm. or anything. It's for everybody. You have no mm-hmm. idea how that just healed my heart. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm the usually the blondest person on stage at an event where I'm speaking. I tend to get mm-hmm. invited to speak at a lot of events where women are like, um, you know, they have the MDiv or mm-hmm. they might even, they're working on their doctoral seminary degree or... Mm-hmm. You know, they've been consulted to write theological, or that maybe they they teach at a seminary. And I'm always like, oh, there's Dana over there. She needs, knows how to use the Bible for practical things. And I feel insecure <laughs> right. sometimes. Yeah. Like, but yeah. you just saying that makes me feel 
Like, I'm using it the way it's supposed to be used. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. And, you know, I could feel that way sitting at this table with mm-hmm. you two. If I, yeah. you know, if I wanted to compare myself mm-hmm. to other people I don't and how they process words. <laughs> but no. no, no, we are women driving without a license. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, that's, that's something I want my kids to know. It's something I remind myself mm-hmm. of that we will literally spend our whole lives uncovering the depths of God's word. Yeah. We are lifelong detectives awesome. of God's word. <sighs> lifelong detectives. Lifelong detectives. I, love it. I I would say, here's a tool for your daughter, something to tell her when it comes to God's word. Mm-hmm. Be a lifelong, a humble, lifelong learner. Be mm, a humble, lifelong learner when it comes yes. to God's word. And Proverbs 1.7 talks about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And so we know that like when we dive into the knowledge of God's word, it's mm. a holy thing to do. And it's a very humbling thing to do, but we can't despise the instruction in God's word. Mm-hmm. So, so to cool. tell our daughters, you don't need to understand it all. And in fact, you won't because we're spending our whole life unearthing this treasure mm-hmm. is a really powerful thing to do. Mm-hmm. It might be easy for our girls to look at it like uh, it's a textbook, mm-hmm. but it's different, different from like a biology textbook. I don't know. I read a textbook and like, these are facts. So I probably never have to read it again because mm-hmm. yeah. there's not, I'm going to go back. I mean, I yeah. might discover and photosynthesis probably doesn't have that much to do with you. You don't need to right. apply it. Your life. <laughs> right, right. Although I guess without it, we wouldn't breathe. Right, I don't right. know. But the word of God is different because it's alive and active. Mm-hmm. So Hebrews 4.12 tells us that it's alive. It's different from mm-hmm. a textbook. Mm-hmm. Anyone and everyone can absorb the truth of God's word, mm-hmm. no matter your academic scores. Mm-hmm. And I love, too, our, our theme verse that says all scripture is inspired by God and he's useful to teach yeah. and all the things we're talking about. All of it. Mm-hmm. So don't skip it. Mm-hmm. Don't skip it. Don't skip the chronology. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The genealogy. The Leviticus and the the poetry. A lot of people are afraid of the poetic books. (laughs) Listen, I'm in Leviticus right now. This Mm. morning I read about the whole what to do if you have leprosy. And I'm like, this is hard to read through. And it makes me a little sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's there for a reason. It's there for a reason. So all scripture is useful. All of it is And let me just say that, like, if you were um, an Israelite reading that, you would have had real practical use of it. Mm-hmm. So there again, if you zoom out and you get the full context of right. what's happening and you understand why God was communicating it to them, then you start to understand, oh, this is mm-hmm. how it applies to my life. And right now I cannot tell you anything about Leviticus and leprosy, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if I did study. Right, <laughs> right. And since it's I've been reading Leviticus, there's there. some stuff in my head where I am connecting some dots, but yeah. that's that's really good to know. Like there, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to, I think, to tell our daughters, hey, not all of this is easy to understand right away. Mm-hmm. But we're going to spend a lifetime learning this. So let's learn it together. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. also spending a lifetime learning this. Absolutely. I love that humility. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a big turnoff to me when people are like very black and white about, mm-hmm. I know what the word says. It's absolutely sure. This is how to interpret it and apply it. There yeah. are some things that I think are so right. clear in scripture that sure. we can know that. Thank goodness. But there yeah. are so many things that aren't. Yeah. And that humility is a really important thing. So we can really mm-hmm. set our daughters free and ourselves, yeah. moms who are listening, right. <laughs> right? To say, you know what? I'm just going to position myself as a humble, lifelong learner with the word of God and mm-hmm. recognize I'm not going to understand all of it while I'm on this earth, but I'm going to spend my whole life yeah. discovering it. Yeah. In fact, it says the scriptures say that we see through a veil dimly. That's mm-hmm. how we see. That's how we see everything spiritual right now. We're only seeing part of it. And uh, there's a passage in the scripture that I've been really excited about. It's about redemption, but it says, basically, we only have a deposit, but one day we will take hold of it. We get all of it. It's We're going to get to take hold of it at one point, but right now we just see so dimly. 
Mm-hmm. But still, when we go in and read the word, we can read a verse today and read it in a few years or a few months or a few weeks oh goodness, and still yeah. see mm-hmm. something that we missed the first time or not exactly. even missed. That just something that we, we didn't grasp the first time. And you see I, it richer and deeper with greater awesome. understanding. That's what's so amazing about the word to right. me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Lifelong learners. Yes. So how about if we, we share a little bit about what we're currently learning about the Bible in this season. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to start us off with that? Sure. Since you brought it up, why I don't mean, you start? <laughs> great. Thanks. Well, you mentioned um, Hebrews 4.12 earlier, Janet, and um, that's that's what I'm learning about the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, more than ever, I think right now, that it is truly alive and active. Um, we just came off a tour. Mm-hmm. and True Girl Tour. True Girl Tour, and it was awesome and amazing. We just sent our team home team. this morning. Yes, yeah. we're going to miss them. And when you're on tour, when you're on the road, it, it forces you to be creative in how you spend time, you know, in the Word and with the Lord in general. And I watched the Word come alive in each of us, you know, not just the tour team. When I was out, like, I had to be intentional about my time, you know, mm-hmm. studying and even the devotional time. We do devotionals with the team um, right before the events. And I was I saw the word become alive and active wow. even in their lives. You know, like <laughs> I watched them place that word on anxiety, things like anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, you know, they say, hey, you know what, I'm. I would be anxious about this before. I know, like, but I really have been studying <laughs> wow. what God says about the anxiety. Word works. The alive. word works. It's alive. It works. And I, you know, that's yeah. that's what I'm learning that's right amazing. now, just watching it come uh, alive. I'm on a journey to get to know Jesus better, which mm. maybe, does that, I'm, I am a Christian, have been yeah. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I'm as far as the, the Trinity, yeah. the Holy Spirit, I've been, you know, God's healed a lot of my life with the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. I feel good about the Father. But Jesus has been a little more like distant for me. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, Lord, I want to know more. I want to know more. Yeah. So I've been, I'm just starting with the John chapter one. Mm. And there's like, I think 16 names of Jesus in John chapter one alone. Oh, so I'm just starting wow. with these names of Jesus just to get to know him better and mm-hmm. understand Jesus more. But verse 14 of that says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. So as I'm on this journey to become more acquainted with Jesus, mm-hmm. this this thought of Jesus was actually flesh walking mm-hmm. around on earth. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is the word, the word is I don't I don't have what I've learned about that yet to mm-hmm. share with you. But I'm learning about that. Um, mm-hmm. It'll help me to think of Jesus as God's word living here on earth. Um that's yeah. kind of wow. blowing my mind right now. That's beautiful. You know, what blows my mind is what's on my heart is to share uh, this story. I think it talks about the word being alive and active, mm-hmm. but it also references the word because I, I was having, I was in big conflict with my husband. Have you ever had that? Mm. Oh, never, never. never. <laughs> big conflict. Never my conflict. heart was never. just really hard. <laughs> do you, so do you get that place where you're just like, I don't even, I'm numb. Mm-hmm. I'm just numb. Oh, yeah. So I was in this numb place and I called my friend Donna and I said, Donna, this is the deal. And, you know, I'm looking for her to take sides or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> like a good friend right, does. Like a good friend does. <laughs> Requirement. And she says, you know what I want to do is I want to pray over you. And she mm-hmm. prayed the most familiar verse, Psalm 119, 105 over me. Mm-hmm. She said, Lord, I just want Dana to open your word right now. Because it's a lamp to her feet and a light to her path. 
and mm. you're going to teach her what the mm. next step is. Mm. Wow. And I burst into tears. Mm. I mean, I've known this Bible verse since I was like, you know, mm-hmm. knee high to a grasshopper, maybe <laughs> taller than that, maybe knee high to I a giraffe. So. And I was, <laughs> I, I, was, I was messed up by that scripture yeah, that I knew yeah. so familiar. Why? Yeah. Because the word was alive and active. Mm-hmm. At that time, it was cutting through. Yes. Um, the Bible tells us it teaches us what to do mm-hmm. and how to live. And it corrects, corrects us and it reproves us. us, right? Mm-hmm. It was correcting me, mm-hmm. but it was so gentle. And then she said, Dana, how, how much light does a lamp give off? And I was like, well, I feel like it's a trick question. She's like, just enough for the next step. Yes. Like, don't think you have to fix this whole problem mm-hmm. between you and Bob. Just go to the word and ask God, what is my next step? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I thought about that through for weeks because I was like, how did that simple verse that I know so well cut me yeah, to the quick yes. like that to where I was, my hard heart was immediately mm-hmm. softened. Mm-hmm. And you know what it is, Janet? I, I, I think it's what you just said. Mm. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's Mm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. When the Word speaks to me, that's Jesus Jesus. Christ speaking Mm. to me. And Mm. the reason that it changed me is because it's alive and active, and it was the voice of Jesus, Mm. the Word, alive and active in my life. Yeah. 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 And let me say this about Psalm 119. This is so cool. You know, Psalm 119 used to perplex me because, do you know, Mm. it's a love, it's like a love poem. Mm -hmm. It's Mm. a love poem. It's Did a, not know that. Um, it, this guy is like all hopped up on his love for the word of God. Oh. And he's like, I love your law. Yeah. I love you. Right. Right. right, yeah, right. Okay. okay. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I so, gotcha. but, but for a while. Focus, but, Janet. But, like, but so the thing is, like, I was like, hmm, mm. I love the word. I say I love the word, but I would never write a poetic sonnet about my love of the word. I mean, it just mm. seems kind of funny to me until I realized, oh, in the beginning was the Word, yeah. and the Word was God, and the Word was this. It's Word love of Christ. Jesus. It's love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's it's that love relationship that we read about from mm-hmm. Genesis to Revelation mm-hmm. that's written about in Psalm 119. How cool is that? Yeah. Ladies, mm-hmm. love the Word. Get in the Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't be scared of it. Don't be mm-hmm. afraid. Yeah. Don't and if you need a place to start, start in Psalm 119. Yeah. Yeah. It'll teach you mm-hmm. to love the Word. Amen. Speaking of tools to get your daughter into God's Word, the next True Girl subscription box is headed your way for July. We are getting groovy with this box because it's all about peace, baby. But not the kind of peace made of sit-ins and daisies. We're talking about true peace, the kind of peace that comes from God. This box is full of vibrant color with our devos, a very groovy mother-daughter date, an amazing and easy-to-use tie-dye kit, a True Girl tote bag with a Bible verse on it. We designed it so you can tie-dye it a peace-inducing popper, and the funkiest lollipop you ever did see. It's actually tie-dyed. You'll have to see it to believe it. The whole box is to die for. Get it? Tie-dye? To die? I have to say I love that this box is coming during the summer when kids are generally feeling a little more peaceful. This way they get to learn some valuable biblical tools to walk in peace while they're feeling more peaceful and before they head back into the school year. You can subscribe today at mytruegirl.com slash subscription. Well, I hope you'll join us next month on the True Girl Momcast. We're going to discuss how to teach your daughter about finding real peace in the midst of overwhelming anxious thought patterns. And that's something that most tween girls are struggling with today. We have practical biblical hope for you. And we want to remind you that when you're dealing with anxious kids, you, my friend, are not alone. <laughs>